in this episode, I want to test out a new episode format. We're going to learn about why we sleep. But before we do that, quick reminder that you can pick up a free audiobook by heading to tinyleapsbook.com. Head over there, sign up for a free trial of Audible, and you get an audiobook of your choice 100% free. Make sure you do that because the more you learn, the more you earn, the more you learn, the better you are. So tinyleapsbook.com, sign up for a free Audible account and uh, get that today. But without further ado, get ready to do some research because you are now listening to Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to test something new out. You see, one of the things that you guys like about this show, at least from what you've told me, are the research-driven episodes that I do, the stuff where I take hours ahead of time, sit down, find the best articles, Uh, put them together into a coherent talk, and then write a script around it. Now, everything I share is on this show is usually based on research, some reading I've done, things I'm currently learning, things I'm experiencing personally, or things that other people have experienced and are sharing. But you guys really seem to like these like heavily researched episodes. The problem is that these episodes take so much time to make. Like they're good and I'm happy with them, but they take so much time to make. And many of you are actually getting more value out of the personal episodes than the research ones. And and so as I've been thinking about the evolution of this show and, and where it needs to go from here, what I'm realizing is that I still want to incorporate research as much as possible. And I want to make that research clear but I don't know that I can keep doing the traditional research scripted episodes. So today I want to test something else out, something that if successful would allow me to incorporate the research aspect into these episodes where we can both learn something new together and you can sort of get a behind the scenes look. And so what we're going to do is live on the air. Well, not live, but as I'm recording uh, both the video version and the audio version, I'm going to be researching the question of today's episode, which is why do we as human beings, why do we need to sleep? What is the actual reason, the scientific biological reason that we need sleep? Now, if we are doing this as I'm recording, there is a good chance that I won't find anything that interesting. Um, when I do these like research scripted episodes, it often takes just a long time to really find good stuff. But I need to keep this episode within like 15, 20 minutes. So we don't have that luxury. But who knows? Maybe it'll turn up something good. Maybe it won't. Either way, we'll both learn something together. And I want to know your thoughts on this episode type. So throughout this month, I'm going to do you know, uh, more of these. And I want you to tweet at me at Greg Clunas. Let me know what you think about these like live research episodes where I'm not scripting it. I'm not looking it up ahead of time. I just identify a question I want to answer. And then together we go through this journey of finding that answer. I think they could be interesting, 
but I want your feedback. I want to know. So hit me up on Twitter at Greg Clunas. Let me know your thoughts. Let's jump into this one. Today, we're trying to figure out why we sleep. Why do humans need to sleep? I've got my uh, handy dandy reading glasses on. They're not actually reading glasses, but I realize I'm more blind than I thought I was. So even though I hate wearing them in order to read the computer screen, I'm, I'm going to have to do it. Um, for those of you watching at home on the YouTube, uh, I if you see me look over in this direction, it's because I got my computer here and I am pulling up just a bunch of different articles on the subject, trying to find an answer to that question. For those of you listening, you can't really see that, but just know I'm not pulling this out of nowhere. I've got a computer in front of me. I'm Googling some stuff and, and just trying to find. Basically, what I'm looking for is a lot of different sources that say similar things. And from that, I can pull a theme that is most likely to be accurate or at least on the right path to accurate. Okay, so let's do this. Why do we sleep? Why do humans sleep? Let's go. I am not feeling lucky, so I will not select that option. Okay, perfect. So one of the first things that comes up is a Harvard Medical Research study. So that is obviously valuable. Uh, There's an article from the BBC. There is a government website. So that's usually something you can trust. And then let's try this random blog. Let's just let's just jump into these three for now and see what it turns up. Okay. Why so this first article, this is uh on healthysleep.med.harvard.edu. Uh so it's the Harvard Medical website. Um, and, and the title is why do we sleep anyway? Uh, so there's an at a glance section at a glance, our bodies regulate sleep in much the same way that they regulate eating, drinking, and breathing. This suggests that sleep serves a similar critical role in our health and well-being. Okay. That's good to know. Um, although it is difficult to answer the question, why do we sleep? Scientists have developed several theories that together may help explain why we spend a third of our lives sleeping. Okay. That's what I want to know. All right. Let's see, what do we, hunger and eating, sleepiness and sleep. Scientists have explored the question of why we sleep from many different angles. Okay, here's here's something that's potentially good. Um, so subheadline in the article, an unanswerable question. Scientists have explored the question of why we sleep from many different angles. They have examined, for example, what happens when humans or other animals are deprived of sleep. In other studies, they've looked at sleep patterns in a variety of organisms to see if similarities or differences among species might reveal something about sleep's functions. Yet, despite decades of research and many discoveries about other aspects of sleep, the question of why we sleep has been difficult to answer. Well, that's not super helpful to us, but it does tell us that this is a hard question to answer. No one really fully understands why it is that the human being sleeps, which I think is an important place to start from because we spend a third of our lives doing it. And because we've all just sort of grown up doing it, we never really question like, is this a necessity? And obviously it is like, we can't go forever without sleep. Our body will shut down, but why is it a necessity? Why is it that we can't avoid that? Why is it that we can't find a way to replace it? I think that that so much of the beauty of the world comes in trying to understand the processes that we hold to be dear and that we hold as fact. And from what I'm, I'm getting in this article, 
if no one really understands why we need to sleep, which means they don't really understand what sleep is doing for us, then it's possible, it's theoretically possible that one day there is a way to work around the body's need for sleep. Or one day we find out that it's actually having some major function that we didn't recognize before. Either of those two outcomes is incredibly valuable because if we find out, well, sleep actually isn't that necessary. There's this other process we can go through that's maybe half the time that allows us to to gain the same benefits. Then we've just increased our productivity and, and humans can move faster as a whole. On the other hand, if we then later find out, hey, sleep has actually been doing this really important thing that we never realized. Well, now we better understand sleep, but we also better understand the body and the brain and just what we are. So this is a question that I think is fundamental to the future of humanity. And I know I'm being a little bit dramatic, but that's how I view it. I think this question is so huge. Um, But okay, same article. Let's jump into another subheadline, theories of why we sleep. These should be pretty good. Uh, So there's inactivity theory, one of the earliest theories of sleep, sometimes called the adaptive or evolutionary theory, suggests that inactivity at night is an adaptation that served a survival function by keeping organisms out of harm's way at times when they would be particularly vulnerable. So this theory is actually stating that sleep isn't particularly something we need. It's just a habit we've developed because back in like caveman hunter-gatherer days, um, if you were roaming around at night, you're probably going to end up dead. You know, there's no streetlights. There's no real society to protect you. And, And so as a way to avoid that humans developed this ability to or this requirement to go to sleep at nighttime and and be up during the daytime. And and that kept us safe. Uh, So that's an interesting theory. And and that sort of connects to those two possibilities. So the version where we realize sleep actually isn't that necessary and we find a way to to work around it. So that's interesting. Uh, Pull one more theory from this and then I'm going to jump into a different article. Uh, Let's see here. Okay, restorative theories. Another explanation for why we sleep is based on the long-held belief that sleep in some way serves to restore what is lost in the body while we are awake. Sleep provides an opportunity for the body to repair and rejuvenate itself. In recent years, these ideas have gained support from empirical evidence collected in human and animal studies. The most striking of these is that animals deprived entirely of sleep lose all immune function and die in just a matter of weeks. This is further supported by findings that many of the major restorative functions in the body like muscle growth, tissue, repair protein synthesis and growth hormone release occur mostly or in some cases only during sleep. All right. So that one sounds right to me. Um, I mean, obviously we can't know, but that's interesting to me. So, so the restorative theory basically states that uh, going to sleep is a chance for the body to repair. And so if you think of our lives as, you know, these 24 hour cycles, or rather closer to these 18 hour cycles where we're awake and then, you know, eight hours where we're asleep. Yeah. So so 16 hour cycles where we're awake, eight hours we're asleep. I'm terrible at math. If that's the case, then the amount of energy and resources it requires to keep us up and active during the day needs to be refreshed at nighttime or, you know, whatever time you're going to sleep. And so the theory here is that if you don't get that, if you don't allow your body that chance to stop so that it can repair, then it breaks down faster. So it's almost like 
a car, right? So if, if you run a car consistently forever, it breaks down much faster than if you park it and you let it sit overnight when you're not using it and you bring it to the shop for repairs and so on and so forth. So that's an interesting one that seems like it would be right. But, you know, I can't help but question these things. Like when somebody tells me, hey, scientists don't know what's going on, it makes me think, okay, well, the thing that seems right doesn't necessarily have to be right. But who knows? Let's jump into the next article. I don't want to uh, have this episode run too long. Okay, so this is on the ncbi.nlm.nih.gov website. Okay, National Center for Biotechnology Information. Okay, article is titled, Why Do Humans and Many Other Animals Sleep? To feel rested and refreshed upon waking, most adults require seven to eight hours of sleep, although this number varies among individuals. As a result, a substantial fraction of our lives is spent in this mysterious state. For infants, the requirement is much higher, about 16 hours a day, and teenagers need an average of about nine hours of sleep. As people age, they tend to sleep more lightly and for shorter times, although often needing about the same amount of sleep as in early adulthood. Getting too little sleep creates a sleep debt that must be uh, repaid in the following days. In the meantime, judgment, reaction time, and other functions are impaired. Drivers who fall asleep at the wheel are estimated to cause some 56,000 traffic accidents annually and 1,500 highway deaths. Okay, so that's this seems to actually be confirming that restorative theory from the Harvard article. Basically, the idea is that the longer you're awake, the more sleep you're going to need in order to catch up, uh, which is definitely something I've noticed. And I'm sure many of you have noticed as well. I've pulled plenty of all nighters. And and even after a full like 10 hours sleep afterwards, like I'm I'm crushed for another day at least. Uh, So that that's interesting. So I'm starting to think that, you know, the reason we need to sleep And this may have been the obvious answer from the start, but you always need to question these things. I'm starting to think the reason we we need to sleep is is purely restorative. It's the fact that our body requires so much energy and our minds require so much energy to function all day that if we don't take a minute, it's it's just going to drive us crazy. Yeah, that that seems to be the reason in my mind. But uh, let's jump into this third article. Uh, so this is on the blog, themarysue.com, titled, Scientists Finally Understand Why We Need Sleep, and It's Because of Our Dirty Minds. That's a, that's interesting. That's a new idea from the two we've been exploring. But let's jump in. Humans need sleep. Everybody knows that without it, we get cranky, a bit loopy, and then we die. Unfortunately, science has been a little iffy about it. Though we understood the negative effects associated with lack of sleep, No one really knew why those things happened. Now we're finally getting some insight. One of the reasons our brain needs sleep to survive. Turns out when we sleep, our brain takes that time to clean out the buildup of brain junk we accumulate during our waking hours. Sleep is pretty much necessary for our body's mental street cleaners to come out and do their work. That's a pretty interesting uh, visual. But she does have a link here to sciencemag.org uh sleep drives metabolite clearance from the adult brain this is a very interesting study wow okay so the purpose of sleep remains mysterious 
using state-of-the-art in vivo two-photon imaging to directly compare two arousal states in the same mouse, found that metabolic waste products of neural activity were cleared out of the sleeping brain at a faster rate than during the awake state. This finding suggests a mechanistic explanation for how sleep serves a restorative function in addition to its well-described effects on memory consolidation. So this is fascinating. This is amazing. So basically what this study is saying is that they found that sleep allows our brain to clean itself out. And if I'm trying to make connections here and, and uh, granted, that's not what this article is saying. But if I'm thinking of the other two articles, plus this one, what this sounds like to me is that when we go to sleep or rather when we're awake, our brain builds up all of this just junk, whatever that is, we just build up junk all day. And uh, when we go to sleep, it cleans that out. So the reason we react slower the reason that it gets harder to think, the reason that our brains get fuzzy when we are awake for too long is potentially because our brain hasn't had a chance to clean out, at least not to the, at the rate it needs to. And that's so interesting to me because if that is true, then getting enough sleep each night is so incredibly important simply because it allows us to think more clearly and the ability to think more clearly is so vital for our success in any area, for our willpower, for our ability to uh, stick to a habit, for any of the things we want to do. The ability to think clearly is so important. So if sleep is about clearing out the brain junk so that we can think more clearly, then that is fantastic and quite frankly, something I need to start prioritizing more often. But with that said, I guess we'll never really know, uh, at least not for now, what the actual reason behind sleep is. But I think this is fascinating. I think there's so much to walk away with just in the way we think about prioritizing our sleep and what the lack of prioritization would mean for our, our lives and our ability to think and our health. So with that said, thank you so much for watching, for listening, whatever way you're consuming this. Thank you. Uh, if you guys are listening and you haven't already, head over to YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Greg Clunas. I am posting these in video format as much as I can. And, and so I really, truly want you to uh, to get in there. This whole thing makes a lot more sense on video. And again, let me know what you think about this episode type, because if this is something you guys find interesting, where we just sort of go on this journey of answering a question together, it's fun for me. And if it's interesting to you, then I will do them far more often. If they're not interesting, then that's all right. Let me know and I'll find another way to incorporate research. But you got to let me know. Let me know your thoughts. Head over to Twitter at Greg Clunas or reach out to me in the Facebook group. However you need to find me, find me and let me know uh, what you think about this episode type. Don't forget to claim your free audiobook. Head over to tinyleapsbook.com. Sign up for a free Audible account and uh, get moving on that. It is so worth it. It's totally free. It supports me and the channel and the podcast. Uh, so uh, just do it. Just freaking do it, man. Take the Nike approach. Uh, so yeah, thank you for listening. Leave a rating and review. If you're on YouTube, subscribe. If you're on iTunes, subscribe. If you're on anything, subscribe. And uh, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day. <laughs>